0: This podcast contains explicit content. A hardly focused production. That you, um, you had. Hardly focused. Do you like hot fudge Sundays? I love that guy! Yeah! Part of the Solid Listen Podcast Network. How funny, how hilarious, how highly, highly humorous. (laughs) Dissecting the news one tangent at a time. When there's nothing left to burn, you have to set yourself on fire. Oh no, it happened again Hi everybody, welcome to Hardly Focused Hello Nate Fillers, how are you?
1: I'm doing pretty good, Zach. Hey, can you make a, a fake version of me for Zach?
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, what was that? I am terrible at EQing my own podcast and couldn't hear you over the music. What did you say?
1: Oh, okay. I was like, can we make a fake version of me for Zach?
0: Yeah. That's just
1: a joke. It was a joke. It was like like starting things off with a joke. Like, you know, like lighthearted joke. Like, you know, just to let people know we're, we're having goofs and gaffes today.
0: A good old ribbon. Yeah. A good old Funny. Yeah. Well, Nate, it's been a while. I'm happy you're here. I'm happy to be here. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for asking. Uh, We are experimenting with what I'm calling, for lack of a better name, Show Week. And that way I can say it really fast and it sounds comical, like, Show Week! Week." And the gimmick behind this is that we're taking uh, two weeks off from the show later this month, March, and... Uh, I decided to front load and uh, flood the Solid Listen Podcast Network feed with episodes of our show. Uh, so uh, when we're gone for two weeks, well, there's five episodes, at six, five to six episodes that we will have released leading up to that point that people can take mm-hmm. in. So that's that's anywhere between uh, five and eight hours of content right there. Yeah. Which so eat it up. It's a lot for this and show. Happy
1: St. Patrick's Day.
0: Yes, in <laughs> advance. Uh, we uh are also experimenting with seeing what the show would would be like, how the show would function. Where it's a uh daily show, and we can't call it a daily show because that is trademarked,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I'm sure there's other podcasts out there that have taken that name. Not realizing that it's trademarked, or they just don't care. Yeah, but it would second one. Yeah, it would be interesting to see what this show would be like uh, were it a day-to-day operation. And also, we always over prep every episode, and I'd rather do that and not get to anything on it, because then that means in this case, we can just roll that over into the next episode. And that's exactly what we're doing here. Stuff that we had prepared for uh, the previous episode that we did six twenty-seven, with Molly and, uh, Zach. And I think we got to one thing <laughs> out of, out of several things planned. And, nice. and I pointed it to Molly and said, Hey, uh, uh pick something. Well, what, what here strikes your fancy? And we talked about the now backtracked uh, Wendy's, Wendy's. Yeah. The Wendy's yeah. surge pricing. And, uh, and it's even crazy. and even then, it was a two hour long episode. We didn't even get to that story until the last like thirty to forty minutes of the episode,
1: yeah, That was a wild adventure, like a whole day of like, well, I only have a year left of Wendy's <laughs> followed by, oh, okay, I
0: guess it was just a prank, yeah, that's uh, was a scary couple hours, as most Ilek once said, Mhm, yeah. yeah. And rough. It was rough. It was. It was. Uh, people were unsure of how they were going to approach ordering things at Wendy's. Just assuming that whenever they go, things are going to cost four times the amount uh, that they normally would. Now, now, I might be wrong, but I think that now that they've backtracked the decision, and too, I love that the PR person for Wendy's too said. Oh, at no point did we ever use yeah. the word surge pricing.
1: We were, we were just talking about uh, implementing computers and uh, kiosks to, uh, uh, to so people could order.
0: Yeah, you didn't have to say any of that. Just describing it, which you've described, is surge pricing. <laughs> so, um, yeah. But, the thing that really, I know, like,
1: um, this is the last thing, and then we'll. We won't talk about this because I know you talked about it on the other episode. The thing that I found so funny is that like, it doesn't really work because like, all right, let's say, um, let's say 12, 12 noon. Sure. 12, 12 PM is when they're like, this is the lunchtime. We're going to boost up them prices because that's when we get the most traffic. Well, that's just going to push the traffic in a different direction people are either going to be like well i'm going to now go for 11 or go you know like try to avoid the surge number the price like you know yeah so it's going to shift everything around and like it would cause chaos man people having lunch at 4 p.m that's madness and then having dinner at 10 that's crazy we would it would throw everything off and everybody, it would be chaos.
0: Well, it is comical you say that because uh, I typically enjoy lunch at 4 p.m. and we'll eat dinner anytime between 10 and <laughs> Me midnight. Too. I just had dinner. Like, yeah. Nice. Now, I figured you were going to go with the old uh, high school, middle school lunch schedule where we were expected to enjoy. Uh, low low quality pizza and uh, creamed corn at ten fifteen in the morning. Yeah, and then expected to run a a, you know a mile afterwards in gym.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was the expectation.
0: That was that was always something that always made sense. You know. Yeah, always made perfect. That's hell. That's hell for you. Yeah, that's Um, America hell. Oh, and then um, don't forget the chocolate milk too. If you were lucky. And it, you know, high schools now they have like full blown food courts. Yeah, where they have Those like their shits. Yeah, they have their own like takes on, you know, like it, it's a, it literally is like being in a mall, and go, yeah. you know you got the Sabaro, you've got um, something that's like a Subway, and um, I mean it, it's nice to have the choices, but. Uh, God forbid we ever enjoyed anything that fancy when when we were in high school. Uh, in fact, I remember they introduced a salad bar at one point. And do you just remember the yeah. design of it, of the actual contraption that they put the salad in, like in all the mm-hmm. accoutrements? It was just like weird, it looked like a bunch of like, uh, they were just like giant plastic tubs. Yeah, pretty much. It was the fugliest but- thing. But, Jack, for a
1: little a little perspective, though, we didn't have social media to worry about when we were in school.
0: We had the dawn those, of those,
1: it. Those poor kids now, man. Yeah, sure. Like, I feel bad for them because it's like, you know, like when somebody called me a loser, I could just take it and be like well that's just an opinion but now if you get called a loser you can look at like how many friends you have on instagram or followers rather and you'd be like shit i really am a loser (laughs) like it can be measured now it's like really like it's so bad i feel bad for those losers
0: back in our day it was myspace and it was the you know the early days of myspace, and back yeah. then the barometer was the top eight and this was back yeah. before you could edit your top eight so mm, if you weren't if in, you remember when someone's top eight if you weren't there thats yeah we've
1: it. talked about this before,
0: yeah, oh of course we have it's a sore subject
1: for me because the way that um sorry myspace the way that myspace originally did it was whoever. Had had MySpace the longest was on the top eight. So, like, Tom was on everybody's top eight because he was like the first one to have MySpace news like, the first er- Yeah, yeah. And then, like, the people who got MySpace early were on the top eight. So, right as MySpace launched, a buddy of mine invited me to it. I had no idea what it was, but I clicked on it. I made like a little profile or whatever and no one knew what it was. Like it wasn't a mainstream thing until like maybe one or two years later. Yeah. And then it exploded and it was everywhere. I was like, oh, I have one of those. And I was in <laughs> everyone's top eight.
0: Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> until
1: until you could customize your top eight and then suddenly I was in no one's eight. No. You're in my topic. I mate. didn't survive I didn't survive a single. I guess I uh, I mean that's it's valid. Yeah. Like I'm I I just finished my last therapy session about it. So we're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the like,
0: 20 uh, years later I'm good. I'm like, "Oh, my God, I got it." i mean, a kid uh in my graduating class and his name, his name is Nick and he was the first one that I knew of who had my space. And I remember being at a buddy's house for the Super Bowl in, in this it had to have been early 2005. And mm-hmm. I like, he invited me over and, you know, very fortunate to have been invited over because, and, and I'm not going to name drop him. He's someone who's been on this show before. Um, and, you know you you know who he is because we played in a band with him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but he was very popular, but nicest guy in the room because then you know, a, a commoner like me he he would include in his shenanigans. So I'm hanging out at his house for the Super Bowl with him and pretty much a bunch of football players and feeling totally fish out of water. And then all of a sudden they pull up this kid Nick's MySpace profile and we're making fun of it because he used like his, uh, you know, school photo as his profile photo. And I'm like, I had, it, it was such a foreign concept to me because I, you know, back then we were just relying on aim profiles. And that's yeah, a
1: little like whatever I. Icon you could find, yeah. well,
0: not even the icon, just the profiles themselves, like the away messages and oh yeah, what you know, people, what song lyrics people had in their profiles and in that, all that. So it's wait, just,
1: wait, wait, hold on, am I misremembering? Could you have a little yes,
0: like not not okay? okay. Yeah, you could have. A, it was called a buddy right. icon, and they were usually buddy icon. Okay. yeah, there was one, uh, there was one that was like one website that made animated ones that everybody used. Okay. Cause I remember fro had okay. one that was uh fro who's going to be uh, in theory. It's on the calendar. We'll see how this goes, but he's going to be hosting show week. Uh, the second episode of show week with me. That's kind of like shark week. It's kind of like shark week. Yes. It's just as bloody. Yeah. And it attracts and all for those. It attracts all the menstruating women.
1: Yeah. And for those of you curious of who it was, it was Nicholas cage from the movie national treasure.
0: Uh, the Nicholas cage.
1: Yeah. He had to steal the independence of of consequences or whatever. No,
0: not the bees! Not the bees!
1: Yeah, he has a massive fear of bees.
0: <laughs> so
1: He's actually allergic, like that kid from My Girl.
0: Yeah, which I don't you, understand. can't
1: see without the glasses.
0: And I don't understand how My Girl got a
1: sequel. But it did. I don't either. I didn't know, and I, to me, that's not canon. So we're good. <laughs>
0: that was back when unaffected back when Macaulay Culkin was everywhere and now he's nowhere that's not true which is a shame take it back he's he's coming back well he got his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame I'm happy for him he's he's turned his life around he's cleaned up his wife is super hot I mean that's the most important thing right look all, (laughs) all you need in life is a super hot spouse and a band that covers Velvet Underground songs but changes everything to be pizza-related. That's all you really yeah. need. That's all you need. That's true. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, speaking of things that were really big in our childhoods, hmm. and it's a thing that is still very big, and they, they reintroduce it for pretty much every generation. But that being uh Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. Or mm. if you will, Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. I'm excited because right about this. Because <laughs> right now we got uh Wonka with Timothy Chalamet, which I, I know nothing about that movie. I think it's a prequel. But it's Isn't Hugh Grant a
1: Oompa Loompa?
0: He is. And he's pretty much just uh, I don't even think he knows he's acting in a movie.
1: Yeah, I think he just got it. He just saw the paycheck and was like, okay.
0: Hugh Grant just doesn't I seem. I think
1: right. I remember him saying that. I think him. he said that. He's like, he, I hate
0: it. He just doesn't seem fun. Oh, I, I'm sorry. Uh, he just doesn't seem job. fun to me in the least. Not anymore. This time was the 90s. <laughs> With the hookers. Yeah.
1: When, it, when he was in every movie. You remember what? What well, uh, was that? I, you know, the early 2000s? Like, I get those mixed up all
0: the time well just remember what uh Jay Leno said to him it's a moment I guess that made Jay Leno famous when right after Hugh Grant uh got arrested for having the hooker in his car and is trying to uh, he's doing a press tour and he's I guess he's trying to clean up Zach because now his mugshots everywhere and then he goes on the tonight show and Jay Leno's like hey, what, hey, what were you thinking and somehow that was it somehow that was the moment that that made Jay Leno super famous uh, I don't get it. That's a good impression, by the way. <laughs> I said I wouldn't make, I said I wouldn't make fun of him anymore because his wife is like very ill now, but uh, I'll still. Well, I mean, it doesn't stop him from like, I mean,
1: and like if something happened to a family member of like Ellen, Ellen's still a
0: douchebag. Oh, sure. I mean, Leno, the Leno, thing... something yeah. happened to Leno like a year or two ago that required his entire face to be reconstructed and I was still making fun of him. So,
1: I mean it can happen to anybody. You know, yeah. It can happen to I mean, that's he's in comedy. He knows what he signed up for. Like if you're if you're gonna be upset about somebody making fun of you, but you do comedy, like I don't know. Right. Yeah. Maybe jump off a bridge or something. I
0: don't know how can that happen? happen? I was I wearing I was wearing, wearing seven layers at denim. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, exactly. Uh so anyway, uh Willy Wonka is really big and this group out in the UK this organization called house of illusion i'm sorry house of uh illuminati yep even better not even illusion house of illusion wasn't that uh oh castle of illusion that was the mickey mouse video game mickey mouse in the castle of illusion i'm not familiar but i trust you uh, uh house of illuminati okay that's that's much more frightening and sounds perfectly safe yeah they they uh I the first the, the first red flag here is the House of Illuminati's website. Everything on it, their the the art on their website, the you know the about me, to basically any any bit of text on their website, all of it AI generated. Good start. Yeah, this guy uh, Billy Cool, I believe is his name. C O U L L,
1: Cool. I love that. I love that. It's like. Right early of why. Here's a good example of why AI is a bad
0: idea to use for your photos. I think his name's Billy Cool. <laughs> That's like, Checks. I just picture a moose, a moose smoking a cigarette. So, House of Illuminati is touting this event that was going to be happening, that was, uh, going to be a big. Immersive Willy Wonka themed exhibit. Uh, It it, it was going to be in Glasgow in Scotland, Mm -hmm. where I've been. It's very gray out there, very dreary. But hey, that's fine. Some people like gray. That's fine. It's a nice mix of old and new out there. I found. And something is weird about like the the British architecture too for the new buildings is that they like they like around the edges where the windows are they like the whole facade to be 100% glass they they don't seem to like you know uh, you know put a wall up and then you know a hole in the middle where the window would go they're just like no just glass everywhere so someone like me who has a a mild fear of heights uh, you can imagine when i'm uh, 15 floors up in an office building now i got a great view of the O2 arena But otherwise I'm just like having a panic attack every day, having to be in this room in a corner office looking out over the city. And like, it's, it's, I want to say it's pretty, but in reality I'm shaking in my boots. Yeah. And that's a
1: lot of cleaning too. And there's a lot of cleaning, like window cleaning. It's like, unless you count it as just one window, like it's just, you have to clean (laughs) one window. (laughs) That's like, then it seems like it's not a lot. Right. (laughs) So what the, do you do? What do you do for work? I clean a window. Just one. It's, it's
0: pretty big. I clean window. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well. Okay. So, uh, according to consequence.net, uh, the event in Glasgow, Scotland was meant to be a celebration of Wonka, the film Wonka, but Timothy Chalamet complete mm-hmm. with chocolates, dancing Oompa Loompas, and special audio and visual effects. And according to the House of Illuminati, it was supposed to be a journey filled with the wondrous creations in enchanting surprises at every turn. And was it? Uh it was far from it. Oh, it was far from it. Uh, folks showed up to a warehouse in uh in, in Glasgow. I forget the name. It's like I think it's called like I don't want to say Whitechapel, but it's, you know, some uh, district in the city of Glasgow where there are a lot of warehouses, you know, like a, like a working class district. And uh, yeah, people brought their kids. People were, uh, traveled far, some, some traveled hours to get here. And it only cost, I think, 35 pounds to get in. So, you know, price of admission wasn't too exorbitant. They get there and they find, according to consequence, a small sparsely filled warehouse in an industrial section of Glasgow, complete with plastic decorations, a small bouncy castle and a surprising lack of confections.
1: So you you... if you if you look up the pictures, it's like soul crushing. Like I actually had to start writing jokes about it because it's like depressing how bad it is. Like how, how empty and how like low budget it is.
0: The, the, there, there are photos everywhere of like what it looked like. And okay. So like some of the decorations that they had like looked cool. One one of the biggest issues I have is that they only manufactured like one of each. Yeah. So, like these giant mushrooms, for example, like oh, that mushroom thing looks really cool, but you only have one of them. Why don't you could have you l- like four dozen of them spread around? Could you eat it? I mean, I think you could. I'm, I'm sure it's not edible, but uh, anything. Oh, okay, that's disappointing. You can eat anything if you're if you're A bold, I amount. guess. Yeah. 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 There was just. Like, really, I don't know if they were 3D printed. Some of the things are definitely inflatable. Just really shoddy, random decorations everywhere. Uh, now, I think this was supposed to be backdrop for, like, photo opportunities. But just on one wall of this open warehouse <laughs> were, like, two or three... Yeah, two two or three uh, banners that were haphazardly hung. And the art on there, I think, is supposed to represent... Like you know, the whimsical world where the yeah. the you know one may find that Wonka's factory. What it should be, obviously AI generated, but the fact <laughs> that really the fact that it wasn't even like hanging on the wall all the way, just no. added to the sadness.
1: <laughs> and you have to laugh because otherwise you cry.
0: Yeah, the they have the gates to get get in and. Even that, it's like someone went ham at the dollar store.
1: Yeah. There's not even like a floor, it's just like concrete.
0: Yeah. Normally, normally you're supposed to at least like try to cover the inside, you know? Like, remember when, remember back in elementary school when we'd have those like, uh, those inflatable, it was like the inflatable space thing where you'd crawl in. And then, like, you'd be sitting oh, yeah. inside this thing and you'd see, like, pretty much the whole, like, solar system. Like, at least then they're they're constructing something so you don't have to look at the, you know, the gymnasium ceiling and the whole gymnasium around you. You're now inside an in enclosed space that you can legitimately immerse yourself in. Yeah, they should have hired those people. Yeah, right, but they didn't. They didn't. Oh, this... I Now, this is the, the saddest thing to come out of this is like kids were promised as part of the price of admission uh candy there there were promises of uh, of a chocolate fountain and uh kids were instead given a single one not two not f- not not four a single jelly bean yeah. and, and and half a cup of lemonade and... It's
1: so sad seeing the lemonade table because they're seriously like, they're, it's like maybe like a little bit more than a fourth of a cup of lemonade. And I'm like, how could, like, this, it hurts my soul if I have one to like look at that and think like people were like, oh, this, their kids are going to love this. I would, I would be panicking. Jack if like I was working this event. i would be like, oh, this looks awful This is gonna be a disaster. I would have a panic attack. I Don't know how these people didn't have a panic attack because it looks You're like, oh my god, it's I can't wait till this is finished. What do you mean? It's finished? What do you mean people are coming in right now? (laughs) Like what do you mean the police are here? It's like a like a sonic game That's just (laughs) really empty and not finished yet. It's
0: like a fan-made Sonic game.
1: It's on, if fan-made, yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, so I loathe whenever people compare things like this to Firefest because oh, and yeah. now whenever any event of any scale does not go off without a hitch, people uh, on on social media will be very quick to say, "Oh, it's Firefest all over again." Yeah. and and i've said it before i'll say it again it's not fire festival if you're not on an island y- you know in the caribbean or whatever in the bahamas where you are effectively stranded from uh, basic services which is exactly yeah. what happened at firefest people were literally stranded
1: yeah that's like people who are saying like covid lockdown was like the holocaust <sighs> like the two things don't add together it's just like I mean, these are just saying people getting fender benders and say, "Oh, this is just like nine 11 Yeah, that too. Oh, that's the other one they compared it to.
0: Now, uh, like when when the when we were young festival happened in Las Vegas, the the first one, and they had to cancel the first day because of the wind. And people were like, "It's Firefest!" Like you're in Vegas. It's just a meme at this point, man. Yeah, but it's just, it's one of the most uneducated comparisons you can make. Oh, of course. Yeah, I agree. So this though, it, it's still not accurate to say it's FireFest, but it's definitely in that vein when you show up expecting something because you were told what it was going to be. And then you show up and it is the, the bare minimum and and even then a very shoddy bare minimum cuz at firefest when people showed up there were you know there there were promised like you know uh villas that you know they they were paying thousands of dollars for and you know what like a four star uh four star meals and all this and then they show up and there's just this like little wooden the foundation of a wooden shack that had the, like the Firefest logo on it. That's, oh, like, that's yeah. the first sign that okay, this uh, this isn't Could right. South, yeah. Right. So you show up here and you see these plastic inflatable decorations everywhere, and some really bad three D printed art, a really scary looking rainbow. Um, we haven't even gotten to the Oompa Loompas yet. Nope. But uh, yeah, and we're saving that for last. And I can imagine there was no budget for this. It was non-existent. So when you factor in the free candy that the kids were supposed to get, I, I swear to God, they they were pulling out of a single bag of jelly beans. Which is crazy because
1: you can get like jelly belly. is like a full, like crazy big bag of those. And that's like what, 20 bucks.
0: And they probably had no money for it.
1: Yeah. I mean <laughs> like they probably spent all the money on like all the other stuff, which is crazy because you look at it and you're like, There's a lot of empty space.
0: Yeah. So I guess this was supposed to be a two day event. They didn't even make it through the first day. Yeah. They needed two days at least to set it up. Right. They canceled it. Yeah. They, yeah, they canceled it midway through the first day And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, The police were called. (laughs) That's funny to me. Yeah, I'm not sure what that was going to accomplish. The article, the initial articles that came out, all they just said is, quote, advice was given.
1: Yeah. I mean, they felt like they were scammed. So they're like, they're like, this is like a crime. Like I can see why it happened. They're like, Oh no, we've been scammed. Like, this is like, this isn't anything at all. Like this is somebody just stealing our money. Yeah.
0: And the cops show up and they're like, okay, look, a bank just got robbed. People were just murdered. And you called us all the way over here to complain that your very well put together Willy Wonka exhibit, which I wish I was at right now, scammed you. So here's some advice: go f yourself. Well, initially, yeah. I mean, there's a
1: lot worse going on, <laughs> but still, like Jack, one jelly bean—that's pretty. That's pretty tough. That is sad. If, if I had to choose between like one jelly bean and like participate in a bank robbery i don't know it's a tough one
0: at least like give out some everlasting gobstoppers you know yeah they overlooked that yeah detail didn't they yeah isn't that like
1: lore friendly at least yeah and for the record uh for karma's sake I was being facetious. I don't want to be a part of a bank robbery because I joked about it. <laughs> so thank you universe. Like I don't, don't
0: need to teach me a lesson. I got it. So the AI uh, generated script created a character called uh, Willie Willie McDuff. I guess it wasn't even called wonk. It was called Willie's chocolate experience.
1: It was. Cause I, could they not get the rights to Wonka? <laughs> you are
0: trying to avoid a lawsuit, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah. Cause they're like, Oh, we've already spent $30 on this.
0: We can't afford a hundred dollar lawsuit. I just like wired's take on it. It's chocolate. is Willie. Last name, inexplicably McDuff. True. So, uh, Oh yeah. The script too. uh, they were given a script that, like AI, wrote entirely, and it was described as gibberish. Oh yeah. yeah. So, and then they were told, I don't know who like was running the event. That's the thing. There's like, there were clearly people there. I don't know if it was uh, Billy Cool, but there were clearly people there running the event that that were instructing the uh, the players on what to do. And then eventually they would have had to have stepped in and say, okay, this is a wash. We gotta, we gotta wrap up here. We gotta, we gotta close everything down. Mm -hmm. But they were told, uh, forget the script, forget the 15 pages of nonsense you were given and just, uh, improvise. Just have fun with it. Oh my God. They weren't even called Oompa Loompas. They were called, called, they were called wonky doodles. Uh, that's a that's a red flag that is the name of this episode (laughs)
1: yes (laughs) good i i was like trying to make like a a candy fire festival pun like fireball festival but that doesn't work red hot tamale festival like
0: (laughs) no we have to go with that Willie's sure. chocolate experience. Willie's chocolate experience sounds like the name of like a, a exploitation porn in the seventies. Yeah. <laughs> or it
1: AI porn today.
0: Yeah. There you go. There was also a villain in this called the unknown.
1: <laughs> oh yeah.
0: And yeah. It, this is a person hiding. Yeah. He's wearing like all black and had like long yeah. black hair. Uh, No, you know, you can see their face. And I guess when they appeared that like they legitimately scared the children. Yeah. Like children were like in distress. I mean, it's like, um, the
1: temple guards from legends of the hidden temple. Like that, that was always a huge fear of mine. Like that I would somehow get on that show and I would have to go through the temple and like those temple
0: guards come out of nowhere (laughs) There, there, there have been accounts of kids like passing out because of the temple guards, uh, throwing up. Um, I would be that one. That's hundred percent me. I just, uh... the most infuriating thing is when you like you you, because I don't know if you remember this. I think it was the early seasons of Legends of the Hidden Temple, where you didn't you didn't go up the temple steps. You instead went in this like little like cave thing. Yeah, it was like a zigzag and you had to kind of like climb up into the temple and the the biggest fuck you would be like running over to that entrance. So not even setting foot inside the temple and there's a guard there. Yeah, and like what, okay. what happens if you only have half a pendant?
1: Yeah, like, and, and the other doors didn't open. You're like. All right, I guess I'd die.
0: Yeah, Kirk Fogg just said, Wow, wow, we put 60 seconds on the clock and we didn't even get to 59. I'm so sorry. You're not going to space camp. Yeah. Look at my legs in these khaki shorts. I'm Kirk Fogg. Well, now they're doing the adult one, right? Well, uh, They were. It did not get renewed for a second season. And that one was just an insult. I mean, the temple was outside. Everything was outside. It's just, it's...
1: It was like a weird, uh, what's that show? Like the, are you a ninja or whatever? Ninja warrior. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> are you a ninja?
0: Are you a ninja? <laughs> I like that better. <laughs> yeah,
1: I couldn't remember the name of it.
0: This week on, are you a ninja? He nope. We asked the question, are you <laughs> a ninja? <laughs> are you a so, ninja? So,
1: <laughs> so if I'm, if I, uh, so the Oompa Loompas too were I if I remember correctly, the Oompa Loompas are sorry, what were they called? They uh, were wonky doodles. Wonky Doodles, the name of the episode. Um they <laughs> one of them felt so bad about like the situation, they had to like improvise like a whole like like routine. That was just like them in front of like a chemistry set or something. Oh my god! I can't
0: can't remember what it was, but so her name is Kirsty Patterson, and she has gone viral now because of this whole ordeal and of the many photos that came out from this event. One of them is it's been equated to like a scene out of Breaking Bad, and it just looks like this poor like meth addicted woman like just making drugs right there with, you, mm-hmm. you know, a uh, uh, bargain bin chemistry set. And even like mm-hmm. the look on her face, like at first glance, you're like, wow, Rachel Dratch has had it really rough. She looks dead inside yeah, and outside. But now, because of course the internet works fast and identified her and found out her, her name is Kirsty, And now she has been interviewed and, Telling her side of what went on. According to her, nobody's gotten paid. That's not surprising. Yeah, they were supposed to get paid uh, 500 pounds for two days of work. And I, I guess there was a posting on uh, the job board website, Indeed. So she and several others responded to it. And they, yeah, they still haven't gotten paid yet. And it's from, well, I mean, because they've had to refund everybody. They're not getting paid. People were getting refunded. So they're, they're getting uh, two jelly beans. <laughs> two jelly You get a full cup of lemonade.
1: You get a full cup of lemonade and two jelly beans. You should count your blessings. Most people got one jelly bean
0: in a sip. So she talked to Vulture and she says, uh, it says, the actress did not know what she was wearing until the day of the event. Either quote, I was like, I don't know if I actually wanted to do this. But, I'd signed <laughs> that's
1: <her> face. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but I signed a contract and part of me didn't want to disappoint the kids going to this. Uh, Patterson tried to make the best of the situation, but it was difficult. At one point she was giving out just three jelly beans per person while standing at the table that the internet described as looking like a meth lab. Oh, wait until the, they hear about the one jelly bean. No. Yeah, well, yeah. She probably kept, uh, was told you're giving out too many jelly beans. We only have a single bag here. I just can't go down. I could go down to, uh, uh oh God, what is it, Sainsburys or Tesco, and get a, a another bag, but I just can't afford it because we have no money. We have no budget here. We we ran out trying to uh, procure and then hang those, uh, those banners over there. They're supposed to depict something, something whimsical.
1: Yeah, Jack, I'm going to pitch something towards you, and you can hit it. You can just, you can bunt it. You can decide not to swing. But do you think there is any probability of this being like a promotional stunt? Like they knew it was going to be this bad, but it was just going to generate like a lot of talk about the movie.
0: Um, That is, is a I, I don't think so. And it's fascinating you bring that up because like people think that John Cena's threads account. I don't know if this is happening on his other profiles, but they think his threads account was hacked because he's posting like things like, uh, click below for a link to my only fans to see my first, like, uh, yeah, it's like, it's like all like,
1: <laughs> it's, <first. laughs>
0: it, 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 it's all like porn. It, they're, they're, yeah. It's mass look like porn, but it's all just a promotion. I think for peacemaker for, for peacemaker season two. So like that would make perfect sense as like, you know, a a promotional stunt this. I don't think, I think this was someone honestly, I think they were just trying to grift and they were trying to cash in on something that they actually couldn't, you know, legally associate themselves with. Yeah. But had no idea how to even mask it as, Legitimate, and I don't have any like concrete details to back this up, but it sounds like this dude, Billy Cool, is not the first time he has done something like this. This is just the first time where it has become uh viral. Uh, Mm -hmm. there's a high degree of notoriety now where it became national, new international news.
1: It's in everybody's mind now, though. So that's like that's what. The only reason why I say that is because I I just can't wrap my brain around the concept of you knowing that you have like two inflatable lollipops uh like an inflatable bouncy house and a couple cardboard cutouts of what it should look like and you're like yeah we're ready <laughs> like you know like I I just can't wrap my brain around like how you would feel comfortable with that l- level of neglect to making an event. <laughs> that's like, that's like waiting till the day of to start your term paper. You're Like I probably will figure this out today. <laughs> it's just, I don't, I, I, I don't know, cause like to me, like I I would always be afraid of it looking like a scam. Yeah, like to me, like so I don't, I won't get into it unless you want me to. But I started a GoFundMe, and um, even that, like even though it is for a legitimate cause. Yeah, like, a cat had have surgery and it was really expensive. That's the short story of it even though I legitimately am like hurting for cash, I couldn't make this GoFundMe without feeling like I was scamming people. Like I even showed like a picture of the vet bill. I showed my cat, like I have evidence and I'm like, I, I still feel like this is like, you know, so I can't imagine being like, all right, check this out. I have an idea. I'm gonna tell everybody that I'm gonna make the Willy Wonka chocolate factory, <laughs> and I'll just, I'll just figure it out.
0: <laughs> I yeah. don't know. See, I just—that's well, wild. See, it reminds me of like, because I'm not—I'm not a handy person in the least. So, anytime I've tried to like, you know. Say patch a hole in the wall in my house, yeah. and then paint over it. I always have this tendency to like do what I think is a passable patch job, and then paint over it, and then look at it and think to myself, "Well, the paint just needs to dry, and I'm sure everything <laughs> will look fine when it does." And then you know, I, I return a few hours later, and the paint has dried, and no, it looks awful. Works worse somehow. You're right. Yeah, I've done that. Yeah, so I, I I can kind of understand if that was the approach here that oh it will all work out in the end like I, okay yeah I've had I've I, with this this podcast for example arguably this episode where I'm like okay well it'll all work out in the end <laughs> you know oh yeah but he, and now it usually does but that's because look how much effort we we put into this yeah
1: it's pr- it, preparation. And then we're also just a couple of goofy pals. Sure. So it always works out.
0: Right. We're not, we're not trying to. We hated each other. It would be a terrible idea. Right. And you'd be able to, you'd be able to tell. It's not like, (laughs) yeah, we're not, we're not putting on an event and asking people to travel hours and then charging them. Yeah. Money. You should charge people for this episode. I I would
1: never do that. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> forty-five dollars
0: for yes. to get you
1: ten minutes of this episode. <laughs> Forty
0: forty-five dollars for an hour of fun. Yeah. Take that how you will. That is what she's essentially the like fire vessel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh okay, so why if you want to look it up, wired.com. Uh, the article, the Willy Wonka events, lead actor speaks out. It was just gibberish. And they're talking with Paul Connell, who portrayed Willie McDuff at Willie's chocolate experience. Look that up. It's on wired.com. It's a, it's a, it's a great read. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to go into it here, but just it's really chronicles the disaster that this was and how this dude seemed to know going into it, that it was going to be a disaster. Uh, oh no yeah. you'll, you'll sorry go ahead
1: I was gonna say trigger warning to anybody susceptible to depression because woo, it could happen you could get the sads it
0: could happen to you it could
1: be it's it's depressing a little bit I mean it's funny it's funny it's funny but also it's like
0: it's kind of kind of of sad so the first question is asked of paul connell is how did you wind up in this situation oh you'll resonate with this nate he says i've asked myself that many times i do mainly (laughs) i do mainly stand-up comedy oh yeah so you too nate could be willie mcduff i'm hoping i i would have to
1: shave though i don't know how i feel about that because i don't look good without a beard you 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 look good with a beard and without a beard, I don't have the the dual um somebody's holding a boom box outside of my window right what, now I'm just gonna pretend like that's not happening what anyway you
0: in, a, in a John Hughes movie all
1: of a sudden <laughs>
0: oh please tell me Phil Collins is playing
1: was it I Phil can't Collins tell. It, I cannot tell okay um, it's probably Hugh Grant out there. <laughs> He's all he's doing something.
0: Um, what were we talking about? I don't like looking at pictures of myself from a few years ago when I didn't have the beard, like the night that the that the radio station went off the air. And just looking at like what I looked like back then, being 30 pounds heavier and not having any facial hair, like I just looked absolutely disgusting. And my like my head was just like freshly shaven. So now, yeah. now that I just look perpetually homeless, like I would much rather, I would much rather this. And uh to that end, uh I got, I almost dipped, I almost got like ketchup all over my, like all over my shirt. I'm wearing a white shirt today too. Mm-hmm. A shirt that I got, I think I got this at Uniqlo. And so their shirts are either really cheap or really expensive depending on like what you buy, but
1: almost That's usually how it works. Jack <laughs> things are either really cheap or expensive yeah, but, depending but, on what you buy.
0: Yeah. But not in that <laughs> store
1: in particular. No,
0: I know. I'm just being in a goof. And they, have you ever been to a Uniqlo? No, it sounds fun. They have one at the Natick mall and okay. uh, they're, they're now it's all Japanese. I get it's like a Japanese like uh store they've brought over to the U S and the Japanese baffle me with how they do things because the checkout system there, it's all self-checkout, but it's just like a giant bin that you throw all of your garments into that you want to buy. And the technology in this bin will just identify everything that's in there and then calculate your total. Oh, Japan's in the future. Yeah. For sure. And meanwhile, in America, we're like trying to scale back on self-checkout because it's causing too many problems.
1: Oh my God. I don't know about the supermarket near you but i cannot handle the self-checkout by me
0: are you going to like is it the do you go to the price dropper near you or the stop and shop
1: it's a market 32 okay so it's it's an upscale version of price drop that was price dropper
0: trying to rebrand themselves and then giving up on it
1: well okay this (laughs) to give them credit this is a very nice store it is like it looks nice and it, it feels nice, but, like, the self-checkout is just, it is just a disaster because it's, like, every time you scan an item, it's, like, like, please put your, please put in the bagging area and wait. And, like, for whatever reason, it sometimes doesn't acknowledge that you put it there and it says, please scan the last item. And you're Like, I already did. It's already on the list. You can see it. i I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Scan every item twice. Like I'm not going to do that. So like you end up having to like wait there for like an attendant to come over and like use the card to like, okay, he's set the, the food item in there. It's like every single item. I'm like, I scan it and it will be like, please, please put it in the bagging area. And you put it, it's like, remove the last item. I'm like, and scan it. I'm like, I don't, I, I'm losing my mind and I just can't. So now I kind of feel like unless I have like one or two items, I'm going to an actual lane to to work with a human being. I'll do the bagging. I don't give a shit. Like I just, it takes twice as long. If you have like, if you have five items, it could take twice as long. If you had ten, 10, items and you just got in a line.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: It's just like, you have to scan twice. You have to wait for people. Anyway, that's my little rant. I don't know if it's bad where you are, but it's fucking horrible
0: here. I occasionally will go to a price dropper and I, I don't have, I don't have the market 32 variant close to me. So closest I have is just a regular old price dropper, but their self checkout machines are terrible. I do agree with you on that front. Now, there's another r- regional chain called Hannaford, and I used to go to one when I when it was the closest thing to me, mm-hmm. and it's since closed. But I remember being there, and their self checkout just it, pretty much what you just described, if not worse. And I remember that's why they're closed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember trying to like. I scan something and I put it down where I think it's supposed to go, and yeah. the the thing isn't like the thing's yelling at me, the machine's yelling at me, and I don't know. Like I'm starting to get mad, and then the store manager just happens to walk by, sees what's going on, it just like walks up to me, picks the thing up and puts it like in another spot, and I don't know who this guy is because like all I just see is some guy with like you know a tie, a nice shirt and yeah. a tie, just walk up and just pick up the thing that I'm trying to buy. And then he just yeah. like, all he just says to me, he's like, you got to put it here. And like, I just gave him a death glare. Like who the fuck are you? Why are you touching my stuff? Who asked you? And then I realized uh, he was the store manager. And then I was yeah. just, and I didn't say anything to him. i just like, I just stared at him and he just turned and walked away. And then, and then there was this, there this old Spanish guy named Hamilton. I remember this guy so much because everybody loved Hamilton. I liked Hamilton. I would, I would always say, oh, I don't, he, he would just bag everyone's groceries. And I remember as like, I'm the guy could tell I was upset. Like he saw what happened. And as I'm like, turning to leave, he just comes up to me and just goes, the machine is finicky sometimes. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, th- I love him. I'm like, thanks Hamilton. You have a good day That's now. Me. I That's hope he's not t- your fault. Yeah. I hope Hamilton yeah. landed on his feet after that place closed. But, um, yeah. Anyway, I, uh, Back to my facial hair. <laughs> That's what we were talking about.
1: <laughs> anyway, we, my, we tend to go off topic a lot. Like a wee bit. It's, it, it's like we're um like like not focused. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I managed to catch like a giant glob of catch up right in my beard. And mm-hmm. now all night I've just been like, pick like touching it. Cause it's just like, it's I've, I've, I've scrubbed it. I've washed it out, but I know it's like, I know where it was and I'm like, I sniff it and I can still smell ketchup. Like, yeah, there, I guess there are worse things you could get stuck. There are worse globs that you could get stuck in your beard. But
1: yeah, let me tell you a story yeah. about when I was really addicted to sweetened condensed milk. Sweet, sweet condensed milk. You know what that is, right? Milk. Semen. It looks like it. <laughs> <laughs> Sweetened Guinness milk. There's, no, I don't. It's just something, it's like, it's a baking like, additive. I don't.
0: Oh, is it like? I don't
1: know what you would call it, but it's 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 like sugary milk, but it's like caramel. Okay.
0: But you don't get them. Is that the stuff that you get in the baking aisle and not actually in the dairy?
1: Yeah. Baking. Okay.
0: All right. I know what you're talking about now. It's
1: okay. in a can. Right. Yeah. Anyway whatever i all bets of people not judging me are off anyway i it's a good flavor it's like it's nice it's like it's like a it tastes better than caramel in my opinion it tastes great and you can put it on like ice cream you can put it on things or you could just be like me who's um gonna be a diabetic soon and just eat it but if it trickles down into your beard now you have like this semi translucent stuff on your beard and you have to either explain that you like eating sweetened condensed milk or that it is jizz <laughs> and then you're like what do I choose it's like that the meme of the guy pressing the button like you can't decide what to press right and it's like just, both are equally bad and you, like you, you might it might even be better to just be like yes yeah, um
0: and you start sweating milk. To admit,
1: yeah to admit that you're like 30 whatever and you're you like eating sweetened condensed milk yeah anyway the uh, worst things to get in your beard
0: yeah like uh a single jelly bean from Willie's single jelly bean, Willie's uh, chocolate experience, or whatever it or was called, getting a fire festival in your beard. Sure, like um, it
1: was it a cheese sandwich? What was it? Just like a bread and it a was it was a,
0: it was a cheese sandwich and like a little bit of salad. And honestly, okay. like it wasn't the most unappetizing thing I've ever seen. Like I'm sure, I'm sure it was, I've been hungry. Yeah. I mean, if you're starving, if you're stranded on a, on a desert island and starving, then yeah, that's, that's going to be, uh, delectable right there.
1: Yeah. It's all perspective, man. Yeah. I've, I've been, I've been too tired to cook, but so hungry that I needed something and I've put like a craft singles on a slice of bread and just ate it. Yeah.
0: Sometimes I take wheat bread and put it on
1: white. And sometimes this is what you have to do. Yeah. Called being
0: poor. Uh, Yeah. So a couple of things just to wrap this up here. So first uh, the Daily Mail talking about Billy cool, the guy who put on uh, the, uh, this, this Willy Wonka disaster. He is the director of the house of Illuminati. Uh, He is apparently a self-published author who used AI To, uh, I guess, write all of his books. So he Uh, he really uh, hangs on AI. uh, That sucks. Uh, He came under fire a few years ago after he canceled uh, an event called Santa's Grotto, also in Glasgow, after toys and gifts had already been donated for the event. So he's a con man. This guy
1: sounds terrific, especially the fact that, like, I don't know. I can't say anything I guess because I love writing me writing is like it's like it's an adventure it's a journey it's fun it can be tedious at some point but like I don't see how you could be okay with just like clicking a button and it generating your stuff and then just selling it right like obviously it's to get money like that's obviously you're like you don't care about the process you just care about the result so but I don't know. It's like you're trusting AI that much. Like, what if it was like? By the way, I think Hitler was correct. And you're like, <laughs> wait, what? Like, it just the AI like just kind of outs you as like a Nazi supremacist. Like, you know, like you don't know what the AI is saying. You're it's printing a whole book. You it could be saying anything, and you're just you know. So I'm sure the I doubt he read it. I doubt he read any Th- of the things that, that he. Yes. So,
0: yeah. no. That, that's the point I was going to make is that I'm, I'm sure the, the step of proofreading was not undertaken. So yeah, it that's, was do- also done by AI. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a different, a different AI. So there's that. And then, uh, the, the PBS show, Arthur, which mm-hmm. ended uh, a year or two ago was on for a million years. It's so crazy. That I like, I, I remember watching like new episodes of that when I was in the second grade, but, uh, a show this was a show that like did a, a south park parody that did a beavis and butthead parody and their social media team uh definitely in on the joke because on their tiktok account posted uh this video it's a clip from an old arthur episode but it was titled Willy Walker chocolate experience and this was the oh, wow. this this was the clip last time we went to a place DW saw on TV? Come to Santa's Igloo, where Santa spends the summer.
1: What's it say? Share a Sunday with
0: Santa and his friendly reindeer. Ho, ho, ho. Didn't you bring me a Sunday? How can you share a Sunday with Santa if you don't bring a Sunday to Santa? Wah, wah. And it's like the dude just comes out of his garage. <laughs> he's That's like perfect. and he's wearing the he's wearing the like the the Santa pants, but he doesn't have the beard. He doesn't have the white hair or anything.
1: If it was in somebody's garage, like this whole Willy Wonka thing, it probably would have been better because it would have looked like there were enough props yeah. to fit the space.
0: And people would have like understood, okay, this is someone just you know, wanting to put on a fun thing for kids and maybe not even charge them. I think I think the fact yeah. that you know money was spent to to take part in this w- was the big problem. Also, it's Glasgow. There's not really, you know, much to do out there in terms of fun. It's not like people can just up and go to Disneyland. Yeah, you could maybe wash windows. You <laughs> window. Be window sorry just be a yeah a literal window washer so you could do that it's crazy
1: how big the space was is what i'm getting at it's like it was so huge and like they had like four things <laughs> it's, just, it's bringing like, wasn't there wasn't there a meme of like the worst like party ever and it was just like a little inflatable something i i don't remember i should i should have looked it up before i said anything but I, i'm bad at Doing this show and looking up and talking, it would just be me like stopping for ten seconds, and it would just be dead air. (laughs) But I remember there being like, there's a meme of like, like the worst party ever or something, and it's just like this little, like inflatable thing, and that's like the only thing that's like in this giant. It's like a giant warehouse, and there's just one little ball pit or something. Yes,
0: that was uh, DashCon. It was yes. a Tumblr convention, and it a lot of people, if people weren't equating this this Wonka event to FireFest, then they were thinking of DashCon, because DashCon was supposed to uh, uh, be like a, a Tumblr. I think it was initially called Tumblecon. And then they changed the name because, like, Tumblr was like, "Look, we get what you're doing, but we're not this sucks. endorsing this." <laughs> yeah, this
1: fucking sucks. Take our name off of it. Yeah,
0: and they had like the cast of Welcome to Night Vale and like folks from Doctor Who and, uh, like they, they were gonna they were gonna do all these like panels and everything, and uh, like I think the Welcome to Night Vale people like were there, but they didn't actually do their. Panel because they weren't like getting paid for it or something. Um, only like a few hundred people showed up and then uh, when the Nightville people canceled the organizers in trying to uh, calm everybody down, among the many things that they said that they would do for them included uh, one free hour one like extra hour in the ball pit and the ball pit was a (laughs) very small inflatable kiddie pool filled with the balls that you you, you see like the plastic balls that like Chuck. That's what it was. Okay, cool. Thank you. Yeah. We figured it out. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that, I mean, I would go
1: to that analogy before I go to fire festival. Yeah.
0: It's, it's always, it's people who, because then it, I fell down this rabbit hole reading about this and then reading about when they tried to do the Woodstock 50 event in 2019 and it's always people who they they want to put things together like this and they even if they have the the consultants there if they have people who whose sole job is to like Work with the organizer, the brainchild in figuring out the logistics, how to put this together, how to make it work. And the brainchild refuses to listen or, or they just don't enlist in their services. And, and th- these are the people who, who think like they're, they're, they mean, well, they're not trying to con people. They're not trying to scam people. They, 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 they mean well. They're just stupid. I just don't know how to do it. Yeah. yeah, the the late Michael Lang was stupid, and was was blaming everybody but himself, and that's yeah. why Woodstock Fifty oh. didn't happen. Another yeah. Woodstock event happened instead and went off without a hitch. But, um, yeah, that there's there's the people that want to do something like this get in way over their head and, uh, then have to face the consequences. There are people like Billy McFarland who who like. I think he wanted to do Firefest. He just wasn't listening to anyone who was telling him, look, if you want to do it, this is how you do it. He was just uh-huh. like, no, uh, it was like, trying to do it his own way. Right. That people, people are in these positions for reasons. It's crazy. I don't know. If it's like if it's just my
1: anxiety protecting me, but like I would, I would so want to have all of my ducks aligned before I even like, told anybody about it like like I so I'm kind of breaking my own rule but like I I want to do eventually I want to do a show like my own like feature be the comic do 45 minutes I'm still writing that show I wouldn't promote this this concept and be like oh March 25th come to this place I have this crazy show that i'm going to do i'm going to have to make sure i I know what i'm doing and have everything working before i set a date right so i part of me i'm uh, part of me is jealous that these people are just fine with being like i'll figure it out (laughs) (laughs) i wish i was that confident man
0: see when it comes to DashCon, part of me wonders if they because i think it was like two women that put it together and they had no experience putting together something like this. And, and part of me thinks that they like, they reached out to like the welcome to night vale people. For example, they reached out to all these uh, famous people, these celebrities, and they all said yes. And when they realized like, Hey, all these people said yes. Well now we actually have to put the thing on, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> like no. and we didn't tell them that they're working for free. Right. One of the one of the big gripes I think with Dashcon too is that uh, the hotel wasn't, or the the convention wasn't like paying for their accommodations, and the hotel is obviously not just going to give them free rooms. So side rant, um, jelly bellies are fucking delicious, but if you only have
1: one jelly belly, it kind of sucks. Like it's just like it's not enough. Like it's like this small little patch of flavor. Like I feel like you need like uh like at least three. Of the same flavor to like get the full coverage of your mouth maybe i just have a big mouth but like when you have like the little one it's it's not very satisfying i don't know if it's just me like shoot me a message if you experience this too but i don't know like i i i end up reading the back to see if i can make like fun combinations like <laughs> buttered popcorn and caramel to get like caramel corn and like you know like i try to or like of three sour apples and one caramel to make a caramel apple, you know, like that's right. I said caramel before. And then I said, caramel,
0: you dangerous, uh-huh. you're a dangerous man. I'm always partial to the red ones. Red ones are always good. They look so similar though. That's but, like
1: my one problem with them, but I've been, been
0: like- burned by those goddamn Bernie bots. Every flavor beans. Yeah, so you are, don't get them. Those things are legitimately disgusting, and the fact that they still manufacture them is beyond me. I had a sardine um, one once. I had the uh, is it was a butter beer? Is that the other like Harry Potter beverage? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had that last year. Harry Potter, uh, World at Universal. And that was a uh, that was pretty good. You want to know how they make it with beer and butter? It's uh. Do, do they do they milk a like a butterscotch cow? It's kind of like it's like butterscotch
1: beer, like root beer. Mm-hmm. What's the other cream soda? Cream soda. It's cream soda and sweetened condensed milk. No shit. Okay. that I mean, like that's <laughs> what I got out of it. I was like, this is I because I. As I eat, eat sweet and condensed milk, I was like, "I recognize what this is.
0: <laughs> you know what you know what that is? That is a quasi Danny bonaducci moment Danny Bonaduce! Wow, that is so crisp now. oh that's great, yeah, I found the a higher quality audio h d version yeah of of Howard Stern versus Man Cow. and um I don't know there's just some, the version that you know has existed out there it was just you know a low quality rip yeah, straight back off the radio. Curtain. Yeah, and it's, now it sounded like it was from a yak back. Yeah, now we've got the actual master tape version it's just it's it's yeah. it's too crisp for me. It's hardly focused. It's now
1: in 3D. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, that'll do it for this installment yes, uh, of Hardly Focused. Our first of several daily episodes of Hardly mm-hmm. Focused. Uh Nate, thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm glad we got to do this again. It's been a minute. It's yeah, it's great. I miss you
1: guys. We will try too. to be better.
0: Will you? I know you will. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And yeah. for the rest of you, we will talk at you tomorrow. Ooh, you see what I did there? Then, uh, what I, if they listen to this a year from now?
1: Well, then screw it Oh, wait. Up. then They still have tons of the episodes. They I, do. I, what if they listened to this yesterday?
0: Uh, then, uh, uh, does not compute head about to explode okay brain fart anyway bye everyone bye. thanks
1: for hanging out
0: <laughs> happy birthday to my friend uh, lyndon byers by the way he turned 15 on the 29th of february he was born in
1: 1964 oh cool leap year leap, yeah i posted i posted a thread today that was like help i leapt too far and now i'm in the year 2156." <laughs> right away that's that's my time all right
0: uh, we will talk at you tomorrow see you bye Goodbye. may not have happened.